Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zibby Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Here's a little snippet by one of the authors from the anthology. Hi, my name is Arden Marine, and I am thrilled to have contributed to Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. My essay is called I Am the Writer. And what I really don't have time for is sleep, which is a drag because I love to sleep, but there's just so many things that I have to get done in the day and that I am enjoying doing right now. So I hope you guys get some sleep and I can't wait for you to read this amazing book, Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. I Not Nathan is the author of My Everything, The Parent I Want to Be, The Children I Hope to Raise. I Not is a parenting expert, public speaker, and best-selling author certified by the Adler Institute and the Ministry of Education for Parental Instruction and Group Instruction. She also holds a bachelor's degree in law from Tel Aviv University. She is currently married and the mother of two boys and three daughters. Welcome, Inaj. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss My Everything, The Parent I Want to Be, The Children I Hope to Raise. 
Thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you. Oh, this book was so beautiful. I know it's already been such a massive bestseller, but the things that you revealed about your experience and writing from the heart and your losses and, oh my gosh, I was like crying with you. I was, and then like in it and like every example you have with your kids, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a child. That too. <laughs> so it was really personally exciting for me. I have kids of all ages and you have five kids. I have four kids. And yeah. anyway, yeah. it was like, yeah. I feel like there's enough experience in an afternoon. (laughs) Thank you so much. You know, I always wonder because English is not my native language. And I always wondered if it can cross the ocean, if it can resonate or reach mothers or parents' hearts. And it's, it's so overwhelming to find out that parenting is universal. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you do that. No. I mean, this could have been written by somebody across the hall, you know, I mean, because also everybody brings different backgrounds to most people here come from somewhere else anyway, you know, so, but the way you write about love and oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for the way you wrote about the stillbirths. Oh my gosh. And oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just so sorry that that happened. And thank you. You know, we debated about the opening of the book. And I insisted that this loss was the beginning of my journey as a parent. I mean, this loss was such a gift in a way, you know, for the mother I was going to be and I didn't know I was going to be. I could only talk about it in retrospect, of course, but, but it is the beginning of the journey. And I struggled whether to open the book with this loss, but it felt right. No, it was, I mean, not to turn the horrors of your life into what works for a book, but from a book perspective, I mean, you're immediately rooting for you, right? You like, you're immediately drawn in and, and then you want to know what, like, what do you have to say? How did you get over this? And even the way, and your writing is so beautiful. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Oh my God. I told you I dog-eared all this stuff. I didn't plan to cry in the first five minutes. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Even just, I'm just going to read a couple of these passages, but you say more than 10 years separate the mother I am today from that girl mother I was back then. And now looking through photos, my eyes are flooded with tears of sorrow, sorrow for my old self, so young, exhausted, blind to the beauty of magical moments, enduring through a mess of laundry and toy parts, functional, but far from happy, and above all, anxious. The old me looks back at me from the photos, me and the loneliness of being a mother to small children. Oh, right. Oh my gosh, you just captured that so well. I mean, I have these like home movies and when I see myself so stressed and so like, like why, why? Who is was, that woman, right? Right, yeah. It's, right. It was hard. But you know, I just had this thought today because my oldest son just finished two and a half years of service in the army and everything is very emotional and exciting, of course. And I had this thought What if I would look back 10 years from now at the mother that I am now and I would think something like that as well, you know? So so we we don't know, but it does change. It does change. The struggles change. 
Well, I do think there's something uniquely sort of, I mean, I don't want to say anything too negative, but there's something unique about parenting really small kids because it's a totally different skill set than most people have in their back pocket. Whereas I think parenting teens and older kids, like you're having conversations you might have with other adults. You might not get the same responses, but you know, know. it's, at least it's not so like physical and immersive where you're like on the floor. It's boot camp, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's something more, at least physically exhausting when they're tiny. Sometimes now it's completely like psychologically exhausting. I feel like there's nothing I did better to prepare myself for being a mom than majoring in psychology. (laughs) I use that stuff every day. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think Uh, that kids in general are the best psychotherapy we can get, right? So true. You know, if we didn't go through that journey before becoming parents, they take us, they take us there. I just want to read a few more of these beautiful passages because even talking about the loss of your own mother, you said, when I parted with my mother, I was already a grown up. I had two children, a husband, a life of my own. The parting took place in stages, as is the case with severe illness. It prepares us, the hover of death lingering in the air for years, dispersing a sense of longing, even while everyone is still around. I just love that too. (laughs) Sorry. And then you have your whole section on on all of these goodbyes. Hold on. Is there one more I wanted to read for now? If not, we can just... Well, anyway, let's just keep talking and I can I can quote again later. But what was the experience of writing this book like for you? What? How long did this whole thing take? I mean, there's so much here and it's really well done. Oh my God, the broken cell phone. That was really funny too. I'm like skimming through this again. The crack of the cell phone. Even your chapter title, Losing Control Doesn't Have to Be a Loss. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway. Oh my gosh. And the Weight Watchers part with your son. I love that. I actually was a Weight Watchers leader for a short stint in my twenties. I know it's like one of these things. Yes. Yes. I know. That was very interesting. But anyway, the horror that he had and how you like don't micromanage with weight and then like let him come around to it himself. Tell me about that. About that specifically? Or whatever, you know, writing about it. But sorry, I'm all over the place because I'm like- Let's talk about everything. I'll tell you (laughs) the words. I love that your podcast is mom don't have time to read books. So mom don't have to write books, don't have time to write books as well. So the whole book was, was written on the notes in my iPhone. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, in between waiting for my daughter to finish ballet in the toilet, like every time I had five minutes, I was just writing and sending pieces and bits and pieces of it to my email and, and, and it accumulated with time. And I think it began, I've been a parenting expert counselor for the last 19, almost 20 years. And I always found that, you know, the know-it-all experts, the ones with the perfect picture and the how-tos and the manuals, they always made me feel as a mom, like there was something wrong with me Mm -hmm. or something wrong with my children. And it's kind of like, you know, every product that is selling, we're going to tell you what your problem is. And then we're going to tell you what you need to do in order to fix it. So it worked. 
And then I thought, what if there is a different way to give parents, you know, information, accessible information they can actually use without letting them feel like there was something wrong with them or with their children. And the decision was, you know, to take my professional mask off and to put in all my vulnerabilities and my struggles and, you know, my imperfect five children and my journey. Of course, I combined it with all of my professional knowledge, but it's kind of like an emotional journey, you know, holding hands with an expert, quote unquote. But I think that the most common feedback that I get, I think they're one of three, okay? It's, oh my God, I feel normal. Or, oh my God, now I understand my children's viewpoint and I actually want to wake them up and hug them. Or you touched my heart and I know what to do now. And this was the most exciting thing for me, you know, to kind of bring parents back to to trusting themselves and to letting go of the ego. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can't let go of the ego if we're worried there there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. It's there. So this was the journey. And about the second part that you asked, I was talking about my children's weight. Mm But in general, I think that we jump too fast in order to fix them or to take away their pain or to make their life easier. And we all do that with good intentions. But eventually it's it's kind of wrong because we don't we don't trust, you know, nature's way of maturing. And it's, it, 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 you know, we don't trust enough their mechanism of wanting to succeed. We don't trust enough their encounter with life. We don't trust enough, even that the values that we hold as a family will be, you know, inside them. So we start correcting them and we start reprimanding them. And we start, you know, giving them smart advice from the future. But when we let go, when we lean back, I promise you, they grab the wheel. And it might not be what we expected, but it's theirs. Or the car crashes. (laughs) Or they grab the wheel and we go right into a tree or something. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because this this is the fear, right? What does a car crash look like in parenting? What are we afraid of? Right. That they don't get to Ivy League schools, that they don't, you know, I don't know, look the way we accepted them, behave the way we accepted them, represent us, our greatness, you know, in the world of social network, in the world of our children being trophies or snowflakes or whatever. What is this? you know, car crash that we're so afraid afraid of? I don't know. I mean, I actually meant like an actual car crash. But yes, I mean, I, I think it's different for different people, right? I think it's the fear that every decision means so much to someone's development, right? And that 
what if you don't teach them? I mean, but maybe this is my own bias. You know, what if you don't teach them how to be resilient? What if they always quit everything, for instance, but you're, if you, right. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Is it okay to take one piano lesson and then say, I don't like it? Or do you have to do like years of piano and practice five times a day, right? I'm more of the like, okay, you're not into cello, forget it. Like moving on, there are 8,000 instruments, you know, but other people that might not be the, not that that's the the train wreck of, of parenting, but I don't know. I guess it's. No, but, but I can tell you that I've done a small research in my 19 years of, you know, practicing. <laughs> and when you ask adults, it turns out that 50% will say too bad. They didn't force us to pay, to play piano. And the other 50% will say it destroyed my life that they, they forced me to play, play piano. So do we want to take part of this experiment? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I mean, ruining your life, 50%. Again, I think, <laughs> I think the question we should ask ourselves is, is because sometimes we hide behind the story that you're going to thank me in the future right? Mm -hmm. Or I'm a parent. I know what is good for you. And I'm telling you right now that this is how it's going to play. And most of the times, I don't know what about you, but I could never, you know, profit from advice from the future or someone else's experience or we all know that the way to learn or the way to develop or the way to even, even develop resilience or grit or whatever, you know, we wish for our children is to meet these struggles without the external mechanism of, you know, punishment or uh, uh, carrot or stick. And I think that, we lack the patience. I think that we're a bit spoiled because the human cub 
You know, it takes 25 years for our brain to finish its development. And he, if he's acting out at the age of five, we need to do something about it. And if he struggles at school at the age of, I don't know, 10, we need to take private lessons or we need to bring in the experts. And on the way, I think that what we lose or worst, what they internalize is that there's something broken in them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I don't believe it is broken. I think it's, it's, it's our ability to, to be the positive narrators for them of their story. You know, just, just being that safe space in this crazy world that they can come back to after adversity, failing, struggles, and, 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 you know, and just be who they are. And we know that, you know, if, if you have a teenager, we know how important it is to be that safe space. We really want to be their first phone call if something goes wrong. But we need to start proving that in the minute they're born, you know? So does this mean don't make them do gymnastics? Where do we net out? Because these are the these are the big decisions in my day. I think that what it means, first of all, is when they do mess up, when they do fail, the last thing that they need to get from us is our agenda Mm -hmm. or our worries or anything in that direction. Because our agenda, you know. We can talk agenda all day long. I mean, you know, my kids know what I think about drinking alcohol because they grow up in in my home because when they're three and they ask about the beer that I'm holding at the barbecue and when they grow up and we watch the news about a car accident and I tell them about the kid of my friend that a police knocked on the door in the middle of the night. And, you know, we talk our agenda. But if one of them comes back after a night out and I smell alcohol, he will get a big hug and a big kiss and a Tylenol. And I would say, welcome home, honey, go to sleep. We'll talk about it in the morning. Because if, if, if I, if I let my agenda go out, in that minute, if I, if I, if I get, you know, if I say to him what I want to say to him, there's a chance that next time he won't come home. There's a chance that next time he'll be, I don't know, lying in a ditch somewhere or calling his friends or, you know, just making up a story. And this is the main concern, I think, of how we define that safe space. Wow. And the gymnastic question, I think that when we talk about, you know, values, it's all about who we are. I mean, you know, they're watching us from the minute they're born. So if we love to do sports, they will get that. If we love our jobs, they will get that. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree exists in English as well. Yes, it does. Okay, that's 
that's a point where I should say that I swear to God that in Hebrew, I sound smart. <laughs> I swear to God. You sound smart just, in English too. I can't speak Hebrew. To, I mean, I could barely so like get through my bat mitzvah. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I want every parent to just take a deep breath and know that who we are, these are the values. I don't have to worry about, you know, raising stingy or cheap children if I have this big heart. I don't have to worry that my kids would be sociopaths, even if they act like ones, by the way. I'm talking from experience. <laughs> if, if I'm, you know, kind to strangers and, you know, this is the air they breathe and we give so much weight to our speeches and to the words that we say and we neglect you know the small atoms of the atmosphere the family atmosphere the air that they breathe the the i don't know the sense of humor the anxieties the relationship between me and my partner how we talk how we fight how we have fun you know the small rituals the the way we share our imperfections with them this is what's important i think that parents today are overthinking everything and it's so hard wow well this is like the dose of parenting advice that is the most welcome of all because it means you don't have to really worry and you can just be yourself and your kids will soak it up and you know that there's you can worry I'm not going to take it from you you okay. know yeah. <laughs> but don't let it be the GPS that leads your if we're in cars don't yeah. don't I love it having written this book what would your advice be for aspiring authors oh wow I'm going to make you laugh okay please I don't consider myself an author do you get what I'm trying to say? Was that when I was supposed to laugh? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have, by the way, the second book just came out in Israel. It's oh, about no teenagers. It's about teenagers. It's an overwhelming bestseller. And I don't see myself as an author. I'm just I'm just writing a journal about the thing that I care about you know, the most. And maybe my advice would be if you do write and when you write, you feel this flow where, you know, time stops and you're just drawn into this craft like something took over you. Just keep doing that. I love that. I love it. Well, this has been so fun. And I feel like we've barely scratched the surface. I know that's it. It's only 30 minutes. I know. I know. That's all. People just don't listen if you like give them too much of anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> people are so busy. Yeah, so I try to we keep don't have that, time. Yeah. Right? So I keep my podcast to 30 minutes so that people can, you know. Keep- I know. I listen to your podcast, but the 30 minutes went. <laughs> I know it went went by so fast. I know. And you're so like chic. I want to just like, I feel like, you know, 
you, you should be like this. Oh, thank you. You gave me something. You just, no. you just gave me the excuse to put on a lipstick and a dress. In no, the you look amazing. Day. I'm like, literally, I'm thinking to myself as you're talking, like, what is her skincare routine? How is she? <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> no, she's just, she, she put on a costume. No. I swear well, to God. Well, you should even, even yeah, my costume an hour ago. Again, so. <laughs> thank you. Well, I don't know if you ever travel to New York or whatever, but would love to meet you in person. I'm waiting time. for I'm waiting for COVID to I don't know. All my book tour was canceled due to COVID, and we're just waiting for the world to wake up again. Yes, I'm all packed and ready to go. <laughs> I mean it. Oh, well, I'm so happy to connect with you. I I can't wait to read your teen book now. I really need that one, P.S. So, and this was so great. And it's just so nice to have like down to earth advice coming from a place on high that everybody needs to hear. And thank you for making a personal dream come true. I really, it, it, it was a dream for me to talk to you. Oh, really. that's so that's really sad. no. You should see me when I got the mail. Ah, I was just oh, yeah, I was just jumping all around the house. Screaming, you know, when I got a good review on the New York Times, I wasn't screaming like that. That is so sweet. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope no, I didn't you. disappoint you. <laughs> no, no, you were incredible. But the half an hour disappointed me. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll we'll do lunch in New York. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you can come on and talk about your teen book when it comes out in New York. And then we'll do our second. I, would love, I would love to do that. Okay. I can't wait. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Have a terrific day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 